does adversity enhance creativity? Do hurdles make the most determined creative even more determined, stronger, more focused, and one-pointed? Welcome to A Savored Life, a podcast that inspires you to live a more fulfilled, creative life. I'm your host, Sumaya Osmani, and I'm here to help you on this path to a slower, more savored life. Each episode encourages you to free your preconceived ideas that are holding you back from fulfilling your true potential, whether you're a writer or a creative. For the next few episodes, I'm going to be looking at just this question. Does adversity enhance creativity? We're going to be looking and delving deeper into what makes a creative life thrive with adversity and challenges and how we can find direction through life's hurdles to create good work and nurture our careers. I'll be talking to other creatives as well, but for today, I wanted to talk about how we can change our mindset to conquer adversity and turn to it when we really want to create something wonderful and beautiful. And also to sort of discuss the question as to whether adversity sometimes does really fuel masterpieces. Let's begin by having a look at some of the reasons where adversity comes into our lives and can sometimes rock the boat of creative life. Now let's talk about the number one thing that has affected all of us in the last few years, and that is COVID. I mean, we've all been so challenged by it, whether it's financially, emotionally, or creatively. I think for most creatives, it was a really difficult time because we couldn't go out there and find inspiration from the daily things that we were used to finding inspiration from, whether it was going to an art gallery or sitting and having coffee with a friend or even just getting out there and and walking and doing things that we did. So much was restricted and it was the biggest adversity in so many people's lives. Did COVID in many ways help you find creativity? That is the question. Other ways that adversity can come into our lives is, you know, the obvious ways, family life, personal reasons, bereavement, heartache, heartbreak. And the question is, do these adverse reasons actually help you find ways to express yourself creatively? There are ways that people do view creativity as or adversity as something that can help fuel creativity. We just have to look into history to find successful people who did use this, whether it was a form of their way of expressing their frustrations or their heartache. Consider Beethoven, who suffered so much adversity through losing his hearing, but the pieces that he wrote after being deaf were some of the most powerful. Now, whether it was that he used this and focused the adversity to express his sadness and anger. Look at writers such as David Wallace, who suffered from deep depression, as did Georgia O'Keeffe and the poet Sylvia Plath. My greatest inspiration is Frida Kahlo, who suffered from chronic pain through her life after an accident and created some of her masterpieces then. The fact is, The question arises, do artists who produce great creative masterpieces while living through difficult circumstances, 
do so despite their pain? Or is there something about suffering that actually encourages creative expression? Do creative minds find a way to channel their anguish into art? And does that process of accessing creative spirit help reduce suffering? Or is it that creativity sometimes simply inevitably helps you become more creative? The questions don't have clear answers and I would love to be able to give an answer to that. But if you look back into history, you see that sometimes the push and pull of love, loss, darkness, light, pain and joy creates the most powerful stories that move us, help us find antidotes to help find a way out of it. Sometimes the music that's created at times of adversity is some of, sometimes the most satisfying and comforting. The fact is, as a human being, we are built to withstand and experience pain, grief, loss, and unexpected changes. And sometimes it is a darkness found in those times that can help you flourish. There are so many ways that you can use these adversities that can come into your life to truly create unexpected beauty. And I don't think it comes without some sort of active thought, sometimes even focusing and changing your mindset about things. It is easy to sit and be sad and wallow in self-pity or self-misery. But when you are born a creative, and I believe, honestly, everybody is born creative. It's just that we don't all tap into our creativity or think or give it enough energy. It is like a lotus flower growing in muddy water. It's about inspiration plus adversity giving birth to beauty. And it comes from a few, and these are these are my personal opinions about how to create art in adversity. And when I say art, I mean writing, I mean art itself or anything creative. And here are my five ways that I really think you can channel creativity through adversity. The first is to develop a sense of optimism. Now, I think that if I speak for myself, I have gone through many adverse situations in my life, but I've always been able to find optimism. And I don't know whether that's thanks to my dad, who was an extremely optimistic person, but it was just something that I had this ability to do. And I think it's about being that finding that resilience that when you have a difficult situation, finding the ability to look forward, that this is a moment in time, that that we are given moments and each moment is only as long as that moment and it will pass. So I really believe that optimism can help you find ways out of the trouble, but also make something beautiful at that time. So I think that if you have an optimistic way of thinking, that is the first step of getting using this moment in time to create something beautiful. The second way I would say is to find meaning and purpose even in difficult times. Now, I look at 
all the art movements that actually are have have actually created the most incredible art and stuff that are ma- of masterpieces. I mean, you just need to look at the Renaissance uh, during the Middle Ages, during plague had swept across European countries, but the Renaissance developed from those times. And if you look at all the art movements, all of them had something, some kind of strife that they rose out of. So really, if you try to find purpose and meaning from the moments that we go through and find a way to express it through your art, you can truly find creativity arising from the ashes. The other third point I always look to is reframing your perspective. In times of turbulence, you know, it's it's important to try and focus on only those things that are truly in our own power to control. There is a saying by Albert Einstein that says, out of clutter, find simplicity, from discord, find harmony, and in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. So finding opportunity takes imagination and the ability to reframe your perspective. So really trying to focus on the moment, not the, the parts that are in your control, use those to do something. So it is in your control to create good work or to sit down on the table and write that book that you're always dreaming of of writing and everything's falling or you know look at the present moment uh, we're all suffering financially we're all having this backlash of covid and uh, you know tightening our belts but this is the time to focus the energy on the time that you you know you can't do say you've lost your job or you're doing less hours use that time yes to find a new job but also to write and you've been focusing on wanting to write for so long use this time positively And the fourth one is, you know, we're talking about creativity, but I think using this moment of adversity in your life to express yourself creatively is when it is something that we don't always think about as a part of our therapy. Now, when we think about trying to come out of a difficult time, we think about getting exercise, sleep, eating well, spending time with friends and family and people we love, but we don't put creativity at the top of the list. Now, we neglect creativity when we're in adverse times. You keep thinking, oh, I don't have time for this right now. I don't have time to sit and paint. I don't have time to sit and write because I'm trying to deal with this terrible situation in my life. I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to have a good bowl of nurturing soup, but I'm not going to spend time on my creativity. I'm asking you to do just that. Don't neglect your creative spirit. Give it Use it as therapy. In so many ways, I go back to Frida Kahlo as how she used art to heal her. You look at Melody Gardo, a singer that used the adversity of her pain and her accident to use music as therapy to find her voice and to, to heal herself. It is these moments of using moments of pain to ex- to use creativity as your therapy is a way of reclaiming the moment. Creative expression has the power to heal emotions and truly nurture your soul. And going back to 
what you can control and what you can't control. Creativity is something you can control. When you take the time out to create, you shift your field of attention onto something generative and life-affirming and life-giving. So think about that next time. And the final thing I would say, well, second final thing I would say, number five, is to improvise. Now, resilient people are masters of innovation and resourcefulness. They have the capacity to improve, to find ways out of it. And if we look at COVID again as an example, we look at the people who pivoted and improvised and found ways to use adversity to create beautiful art beautiful writing, beautiful businesses, you name it, they used and improvised the moment. And the last thing I'm going to say, and this is not a final point, but more something for, you know, there are all sorts of people and some people can deal with these things alone, adversity alone, and they can find the resilience to move through. But sometimes you need a helping hand. You need someone to hold your hand through this, find support, find a coach, find a mentor. And while I say that, I would love to offer you the chance to work with me. I offer a nurturing support through mentoring programs and writing programs. So if you are looking for someone to help you through writing something, whatever it might be, through a difficult time or a decent time, I'm here to mentor you. So get in touch. The email is below my podcast. Reach out and let's talk about how we can help you. And if you're really looking for a community of creatives where you can nurture each other's craft through writing, ritual, community, my membership Savored offers just that. It's a monthly space where I offer some support, but there are other people to talk to and come together and find that creative space to give you comfort and opportunity to grow. Savor doors are opening in January so that we can start the year with making a promise to nurturing our creative spirits. So do join the waitlist. Again, the link is below the podcast. Now, finally, I'm just going to request that if you do enjoy my podcast, please, please do rate and review it on your platform wherever you hear this podcast because it helps me reach others who may benefit from all I have to say. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to A Savoured Life with me, Sumaya. Choose a slower life. Choose a savoured life.